everyone and welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hey ya. Hello, welcome everyone. Make sure that you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify yeah, yeah. and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, wherever else and join in and chat with us. Yeah, chat with us. Um, oh, before we get started, I just wanted to say Ramadan, sorry, Ramadan Mubarak to everyone who is participating in the Ramadan season. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, how is everyone doing this week? I'm good. I'm good. Should we um, intro our names? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm Alexandra. I'm Diana. Welcome. Um, I'm good. Yeah. I feel like I'm feeling so lazy. I'm so sluggish. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> Today has been the most sluggish day I've had in ages. I've just sat on the couch all day. But um, no. yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. We went to see Kalechi the other day. Say your mind. Yeah, live that podcast. was so good. Oh, that, that was so good. good. Definitely I love the her. best live show I've been to. I yeah. love her as well. She is so beautiful. Just like yeah, yeah. Everything about her is just beautiful, and I just yeah. And as well, the vibes of the show was just mm. so nice. And it's nice that actually, like, the space was still a black space. Like mm-hmm. it was still like a space where it's like, look. If you guys, if some of you guys have wandered in here for whatever reason, like we are not going to tone it down for you. Like, mm-hmm. and as well, just, and then as well, you just look at all of Kalechi's listeners and it's just like, everyone is just so unique and yeah. so different. Everyone's hairstyles, outfits, mm-hmm. everything was just like giving and giving all of the black the black girl magic or the black boy joy just like everything was just giving and all like you know like yeah just everyone just like literally when she says like baby boys baby girls baby non-binaries like literally like yeah, they we all are showed all up. like yeah we are all baby people and just mm-hmm. like and everyone was just there just yeah. doing just doing their thing and it was just like oh my gosh just this is just oh like it's beautiful yeah and she said something as well like when she's walking like down the street and someone comes up to her and they're like oh you like I love your podcast she said that she loves how like everyone in that room is like if you know you know like if if the girls who get it get it the girls who don't don't and it literally feels like that it's like that was a whole like tribe of people who all think the same things about so many different social issues and it was just nice to be around people who even though we didn't mingle we didn't chat we didn't network it's like it's just nice to be in a room with people who all are coming from the same place and we all agree with the same things yeah because it's rare it's It's so rare to to be in a room like that and it's just so beautiful to see and just like whoever that crusty person who was trying to say you're not a household name bitch Mm bitch like I'm sorry this woman could sell out this woman will sell out mm-hmm. venues she'll sell out you know everything and uh, people had flown from America mm. people had flown in that morning from America to come and see to come and see this woman like, yeah. I'm sorry like about not a household name get out of here like I'm sorry mm-hmm. no mm, no and she's hilarious. I'm sorry, like li- just basically watching her do the podcast was yeah. fucking hilarious. So good. so good, so hilarious. And like, and as well, just like, cause like, cause she's an actress, 
It's mm. just like, no, you can see it. Cause she was there uh, doing doing all up actor actress on stage, doing like acting out things and oh gosh, yeah. guys, just listen. Um the live the live show is on her podcast now. Like listen to it. It was so good and just so good to kind of just be there in yeah. person. And like and real comedy as well. Like her humor, yes. how it rolls off her tongue. It's like comedians can't literally, even do it like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. The way I was screaming the whole way through, I was literally screaming. And like I and when I laugh, I actually when I find something funny, I will yeah, scream out loud. You scream. I literally I was screaming. <laughs> I was just like and just like some things that were said, I was shocked. Like my mouth had dropped open. I was full on screaming. Like I can't, I can't help yeah. it. But I'm sorry. Like nah, just no. It was fucking hilarious. I couldn't help myself. I could not help myself. But um, mm. yeah, it was. And like yeah. when I listen to her podcast, literally, I'll be screaming in my room yeah, when she yeah. says stuff, and I'll be like, ah! like literally, like the way I was is how I listen to her podcast. <laughs> And I would literally be like, mm, yes, yes. And I'll start <laughs> responding to things. Like, and I'll just respond like I'm in the room. And it was so funny how I was just like, just literally just doing that in person live. Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> Obviously she couldn't see me. No, she could see me. I think she could see us. Yeah, I think she could yeah. see as well. I think she could she see. She was looking at us. When she'd say things, like people would like be screaming <laughs> and like yeah. people would have their hands on their heads. Like, oh my God, she just said but, that. But like literally... <laughs> But when she went and she was just like, yeah, some of you guys who just wandered in, who just wandered in here after, and you're you're there with your dead your dead faces, yeah, I see you. But I, I was just like the way she just called them out, and I was just like, ah, like, mm, why are you mm. here taking taking up these seats when people there's people and as well like, no, I'm sorry, um, uh, the person who got up on stage for the so you mad and. Mm full on said like I'm sorry they did full on performance and was just like <laughs> I like I got like I like they set the scene for me they did like you know full on story time I felt like mm-hmm. like I mean I was there but I felt like I was there again do you know what I mean I didn't even yeah. witness this happen yeah. Because clearly, like, I was asleep. But they really... And they were on the front row, so they full-on saw it. But they literally Mm. recapped some thievery going on. Some, Mm -hmm. like, colonizer bullshit happening right (laughs) in front... (laughs) Right in front of us. And they were just like... Yeah, um, so I just want to point out... um, so you mad the little white things that came to the front and stole all the prizes <laughs> and I was just like whoa whoa and he and was just like everyone oh, shit, screams yes I'm sorry you can't do this in this space you yeah, can't be doing yeah. this in this space and, it's the, and the prizes go on go, go on Deanna I think you're no, gonna say that's it. Go what on. I was gonna say it's the fact that yeah. the prizes were goodie bags with like afro products in it it's like why is a white girl going to need this what unless she's got a mixed race baby then yeah that makes sense it makes yeah, sense but go but on, just go <laughs> and use your money and do your research and go and find the products for your mixed race child it's, it's just or, it and, is or go so... to a hair salon but that's what I mean like sometimes there's mixed race mothers that are like that they're like oh let me let me get involved let me get involved a bit Ugh. too much it's like I don't know yeah. where I don't know who was stealing the prizes but literally because all the boxes were gone have some decorum like have some literally, manners literally it was just giving like ghetto 
Yeah. And yeah. colonizer. Yeah. Like, gross, disgusting. But it was a fantastic live show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I was, I was like recovering from sickness. I don't know how, <laughs> why I was sick, but I was recovering from sickness. So it, it was really painful to be laughing and screaming like that. But yeah. yeah, you were like to me at the beginning, you were like, I don't think I'll be able to laugh because I feel so sick. And then throughout, yeah. you were just like, ah! no, but it's like, it's not, it wasn't that I don't think I'll be able to laugh because I feel sick. It was like, I'm scared to laugh. I know I'm going to be laughing, but mm. my stomach hurts. And it wasn't like, as in, you know, when you feel sick, it's not that because I was feeling sick, it was yeah. hurting because because I was You're throwing, throwing up, up so much yeah. before. So like my whole body was aching and I was like, I am very scared right now because I think this is going to be very painful. Mm. And mm. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, I feel like it, was, it wasn't it was too bad though. It, I was, I was mm-hmm. all right. I feel like being out and just kind of getting the muscles working again helped a bit. And then I recovered again on Sunday. I didn't do yeah. anything on Sunday. Yeah. yeah it was collective healing energy it just healed yeah. healed your stomach <laughs> yeah that was it that was it but yeah like I absolutely I love that woman and I just mm. really just I just want all of the, I just when she wins I win yeah and I just yeah. love her I do yeah me and too I don't, I don't know why people are still trying to cross her they I, never like, will they never will no but they they do they try it and i don't know why they do because it's like do you not know that this woman will rain curses on your whole lineage (laughs) Lineage. i'm just like i'm sorry like i'm terrified of those curses because like i know she means it yeah (laughs) and they come to fruition as well it's not just it's not just a word thing like it happens like the the woman is magic like Mm. she has the power of premonition because i'm sorry the way she'll just say say I'll come to this time um, something's gonna be happening and like I'm sorry like the things have happened Mm-mm. like things have happened and it's just mm-hmm. like no I don't know why you guys are still trying to cross her I don't know why haters are, are spending money to go and watch and steal prizes and do all of that and it's just like what 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 is what yeah. ha- have you not have you not been here like do you have you like have you not listened to this podcast do you not know what is going on around here and it's like Like, this is a safe space for people who you know are with it and if you're not with it then go home like you're you're being you're being very like just icky getting involved like that yeah go home and as well like i'm sorry and we're not going to and what i just love about it is that Kalechi does not rein it in for no one and no and i just love just how in that room everything everyone is just know what because of you we can speak yeah and it's true it's just the truth yeah she's a trailblazer and as well with Kalechi so I can't remember I've said this on the podcast before though but that's like she was one of the main reasons why me and you initially got along on the weird app that we were on you got your tarot cards out and I was like oh my god that's the say your mind deck like yeah I, I would listen to the podcast all the time and then like no, I'm gonna steal that chatting. deck from my sister and give it to you you know because oh. I'm sorry like she she hasn't opened like she hasn't opened the cling film I'm yeah. gonna steal it and give it to you I'm we just gonna ask how do you actually want them mm-hmm. yeah but um yeah no just yeah 
like yeah the woman is magical mm-hmm. and i just i love her me too i love her and as well i discovered her like so basically the same well Kalechi is probably one of the the first podcasts that i was listening to after the receipt so i started listening to podcasts when i first moved to london mm. three years ago and like and the, the only thing that made me start listening to podcasts was because the receipts had their little time on BBC One Extra on BBC Sounds. Mm, yeah. Um, after three shots did. So at first I started listening to the receipts, tried listening to three shots, couldn't get couldn't get through them. Yeah, I can't and it's too boisterous for me. Yeah, and I just I all the time they argue, 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 and then they don't come to a conclusion. They just agree <laughs> to disagree, and it's just like, sorry, what? <laughs> Why have you been arguing then? This conversation has been pointless. Mm. Um yeah but anyway so with the receipts it's like oh actually I quite like listening to them and I just and then so that was when I started listening to the receipts then I saw then I found Kalechi found Lays Bear found Black and then Black Girls Living started soon after because mm. they started the year I'd moved to London I was in London and found Tutus shout out Tutus we love them mm. um yeah and like and then just like the podcast that I have to just keep up with is Say Your Mind. I just have to keep up with it. I, yeah, same. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't listen back because mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, sometimes, cause obviously there's a lot of heavy stuff that's mm-hmm. gets spoken about and Say Your Mind. I couldn't kind of listen back, but just, but I make sure I tune in every single week. There's always something every single week that just needs to be addressed and yeah 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 it's nice hearing her perspective on things because I definitely yeah. listen to Say Your Mind every single week I listen to the receipts probably every other week depending on how I feel I might then go back yeah. and like save the ones and listen to the ones I haven't listened to but they're like my go-tos and then other ones I listen to I, like you've got me into Black Girls Living I never really listened to them before but you've got me into oh, them I love them and tutus <laughs> as well um but I listen to random things that like I listen to like mm-hmm. some American podcasters as well and like there's the only ones I'm really committed to are um the receipts and Kalechi say your mind but others I'll dip in and out and mm-hmm. I quite like doing that because like some podcasters I know everyone puts in so much effort making podcasts but sometimes like you're not fully connected to the people so like yeah you, you don't feel the need to listen every week but with those mm, that podcasts those two I feel like I'm connected and I need to I need yeah. to listen all the time I need to know what you've all been doing <laughs> yeah oh and shout out to all of our listeners thank you so much like you because yeah. like we know that we have our core listeners who come back every single week and yeah thank you so much and like like I'm so glad that you guys actually value our opinion mm. <laughs> on these things <laughs> and like and we do hope that we're giving something different and just something for you guys each week for you guys to like I don't know discuss or or you want to be in, involved in so like thank mm. you guys for listening every single week or so um, and yeah. we, we hope that we like we'd be able to grow and and be that for more people as well and yeah, stuff yeah. As well. it's crazy because we we were saying recently that we don't really we don't work in the industry we don't have connections we're not we just do mm-hmm. this because we find it fun like we both love chatting we love we love yeah. chatting about like current things going on we love like use lot no we love our tv we love talking about like analyzing stupid tv shows like we that's what we love mm. but um yeah we we just do this for fun and it's nice that other people listen for yeah. 
I feel like I do this for therapy kind of like yeah I kind of do as well like like when we're talking <laughs> about how we are and towards the end where yeah. we're you know, and then you're just injecting something positive, like, yeah. And I, well, I think that's what I like. Just at least once a week, like, I have to kind of find something to reflect on that I can inject something positive from. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it is something that's keeping me. Like to be honest, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm in a bit of a down phase at the moment. Like for the past mm-hmm. couple of weeks, anyway. And it's just like doing the podcast and just trying to reflect on what's making me feel down but then try and think of what positives I can take out and stuff like that um I just feel like it's just it's just quite it's helpful and it's quite nice every week doing that um yeah, and yeah and yeah. and as well I, I like that our injectives actually resonate with you guys like when especially mm. when we post it on Instagram like we do get comments and we do get people yeah, we sh- do. resharing them to their story and stuff yeah we get a lot of, we got a lot more love on the quotes than what we do on the actual um on the episode yeah on the episode <laughs> promotion then, which then that's is good fine. though yeah yeah it's good but I feel but like that's it, good because it's surprising it, because it's like these are just but people love generic, quotes though don't they yeah people love a quote but they're not even I can't we, stand quotes yeah that's that's the thing like I would not repost them on my stories like if they weren't ours mm. like if that was just but someone random resonating with people isn't yeah it? but obviously yeah people they yeah they mean something to people so yeah and as well yeah. a lot of the time like when we talk about what we're injecting it's not like it's not we're not just like I know sometimes like you'll find a quote to say but then we'll talk we'll we'll talk about what it's meaning to you right now and stuff and then with me I make it up every single week but Mm. it's like just the fact that it's resonating with people it just shows that no actually it's the right time just it's the right time for us to kind of bring something to inject because like a lot of people in this time are actually feeling in similar feeling similar things feeling similar mm. ways and i i think it is quite nice to know that actually this is resonating with people as well people agree people are also just like finding some kind of joy from what from what we're trying to give when we're trying to uplift people a bit and just inject some positivity mm. and stuff and and i just feel like especially in in a in a space and in an age where all we do is bitch and just chat shit mm. on twitter and talk about will smith slapping chris rock like <laughs> it's just <laughs> like it's just nice to have something like a positive just to focus mm. on outside of all of that bullshit because like because literally just social media is so just mad it's just like yeah yeah, like, yeah. that's why Twitter could never be my platform because I don't like typing and arguing and you know like scrolling I, I prefer talking about things and like mm. Instagram I can't write things is either. cute for pictures but I don't want to be talking political stuff all yeah. the time on you Twitter know, uh, uh, Instagram you know Twitter yeah Mm. what I don't like about it is that I feel like people are ignoring me it's like I'm <laughs> yeah you said this I'm writing something and everyone's ignoring me no one responded mm. and even when I respond to some people's tweets like I respond to my friends tweets sometimes and then they'll ignore me and it's just like I don't like being ignored mm. and I don't like feeling like I'm being ignored so that's why Twitter is not the platform for me because yeah, yeah. I just feel like I'm talking and no one cares what I'm talking about. And it's like, mm. care what I'm like, 
but the thing is for me just this is me is just okay this is me getting deep as like like with how I am personally I don't open my mouth unless I'm saying something that is of of note to be said yeah and, yeah but and this is from growing up at school because people used to ignore me at school people in my mm. friendship group used to ignore me so you won't see me speaking if you're not going to listen if you're not going to listen then I am not speaking mm. and, like, and I think as well growing up this is why I just they got to a point where I was silent where I just would not speak I would not open my mouth and like when I went to uni it was like oh shit I can't think of what to say because I'm just so used to just being silent and it's because if I'm saying something you better be fucking listening to me because <laughs> I'm not speaking and wasting my breath for mm. no fucking reason and I don't like it I don't like being ignored I I fucking hate it I hate yeah, that yeah. feeling because I'm sorry everything I say is a fucking gem so <laughs> you're better be fucking listening but, yeah like yeah. why are people treasuring my words like literally <laughs> and that's why that's why my ex-boyfriend got dumped because he was ignoring me to my face and it's just like look I know you're playing on your your damn little game and whatever but I'm speaking right now and I'm not speaking rubbish I'm not speaking nothing so you better have your ears open and you better mm. have a response because what I'm saying is not difficult. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really, just... I don't like that about Twitter. It's like, um, you're talking to no one. And also I don't like, I don't know if you've noticed, but when reality TV's on like Love Island, for instance, mm. people are actually really mean. Like, yeah. and <laughs> it's to the point where it's like, you're ripping into someone's appearance. You know when Brett entered Love Island Villa and people yeah. were like, oh, who is this guy? Like people were just slating his appearance because he wasn't buffed up. Well, he, he was mm-hmm. kind of, he was buffed up comparison to like the normal average everyday man you see down the street, but he wasn't like some of the bigger guys on there. And it's like, yeah. people are just so nasty. Like, like- I, I really don't like it. After listen, listening to Murad um, Morelli's podcast with Brett on there, I wish there mm. was a different, there was different reality TV series for someone like Brett to go on because yeah, he is actually quite interested on his podcast. And in Love Island, I didn't want to take no notice of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well, but because of the rumours that got spread about him as well, like, because like, mm. it was all about like him being a Tory or something, innit? Was that it? Uh, not, well, uh, the girl that he was dating, Priya, she was a Tory. I'm not too sure about him because there was something. I can't remember. There was there was something like similar to those lines and then and his brother had to put a stop to it because he was like, if there's anything he's not, it's that. Like, I'm sure that there were rumours about him being a Tory or something and his brother mm. had to be like, no, no fucking way. Like, don't even yeah. try and put that Maybe it's because he was him. dating her. Like, people like his yeah. enabler. yeah. Um, but yeah, and I just, I just feel like the, like I feel like it's a shame that all the reality TV shows is is just fo- hyper focused on looks because mm, it's just like yeah. it's boring, and yeah, it's just like yeah. I'm tired of seeing these people in bikinis and all these wannabe influencers. I'm. I'm bored. I think I'm definitely bored of mm. Love Island. Love Island, I wasn't a fan of it before. I only became a fan of it when I moved to London. So I had mm. something to do. And I'm sorry, Twitter was funny then. Like, 
and and it was just like I wanted to watch things so I could keep up with the timeline like yeah, that's yeah. why I, that's why I watched Game of Thrones like I literally oh, I went and read <laughs> the books of Game of Thrones so I could catch up quicker with the series then caught up with the series Mm. just so I could be with the timeline and I'm sorry the timeline was fucking hilarious yeah it was <laughs> not even going to lie. it still is good now like the timeline is the best thing about Love Island at the moment but it, the, it? that doesn't like stop That's, no, the bullying literally the- last year and stuff the timeline was the only reason why I was watching Love Island and then the mm. timeline that like Love Island wasn't even given the timeline stuff to tweet about so I could and I, I even stopped watching I was just like the timeline ain't funny the Love Island ain't ain't kicking it I'm bored I'm not I'm not mm. watching this no more and I just stopped. I just don't I don't think we've got the reality t- uh, the reality TV formula right over here because it's like Definitely if you look not. at the shows that are now I don't know popularity wise how well they're doing I know people like to see attractive looking people on their screens mm. but you look at Love Island people don't enjoy it as much anymore because it's not regular people like what it was season one, two, Mm -hmm. three and four. Like now it's like we're going in there for the deals. Like we're going in there because we're already a micro influencer. The way like such um, things like Married at First Sight kicked off recently, like the Australian one, I'm sorry, like... That, I heard about that. That, that was mad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and the timeline started watching that and started getting into yeah. it because, like, first it was like my family were watching it, and I'd gone home. Was there a lockdown or something? I don't know. I don't know why I was at home. Anyway, <laughs> but like, it was on, and literally, my mum was watching it. My sister and her boyfriend were watching it, and like, we were all like, literally, we were watching it every night because we needed the tea <laughs> to discuss what, why, like, what is going on. Mm. Why these people? these people got married but for some reason they think this is um they think this is too hot to handle or like whatever <laughs> or they think this is like they think it's love island they think they can just swap co- switch up swap couples wherever and yeah. it's just like what is going on and that was fucking interesting and then and the same even with like love is blind love is blind mm. is interesting to watch and like and as well like um well, when watching Murad Morali on YouTube, like, as he said, like, the casting was actually done well because although yeah. Shake was being a prick, he made you want to watch. Like, yeah, he did. He, he was, did. He was very entertaining, even though he was an asshole. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it just, and even though just watching him is so frustrating, mm-hmm. but he was very entertaining to watch. And, and like, I think this yeah. is what you've said before about why Big Brother was successful and why yeah, that was interesting. And it started to get boring. Actually, I don't know when it started to get boring, but I think I, I'm thinking of stuff like Towie. Sorry to change mm. it, we can go back to Big Brother in a sec. But Towie used to be regular people from Essex that looked chavvy as fuck. Like, they, yeah. they looked so chavvy and they were like, not normal Essex people because Essex people aren't like that but they were like the standout people from Essex that were funny and entertaining but now you see it's all of these young girls that are from Essex that are already kind of micro influencers and you see how dead the show is no one is Mm. watching it no one is watching Mm. it because all the good characters like the Gemma Collins and like the Joey Essexes they're all gone because they've made their money but they're not replacing them with people that yeah. are normal people or like yeah. extravagant Essex people they're replacing them with these inf- influencers and influencers I don't know what it is maybe it's when you're attractive you don't have a personality like or you don't you don't have an exciting I mean, personality 
I don't know. Like when I've been unhinged recently, I feel like no one has a personality. <laughs> like regardless if you're attractive or not. Like I'm sorry, I don't know what is wrong with these people. Yeah, there's a drought but, right now. There is a drought on oh, these apps. Gosh, like, but I feel like there could have been a Liverpool version of the only way is Essex. They could have. They're definitely because they've I'm got thinking, personalities. If, yeah, even if it started from like similar time, because the way yeah. like you know, like in a Liverpool, it was a thing to kind of go out with your hair and curler in rollers yeah, and stuff exactly. like that. I feel like there could have been a, a Liverpool version of the only way is S of the only way is Essex. Definitely, I think yeah. that would have been interesting. And then, like you know, like even how they had Geordie Shaw. Yeah, uh, totally, co- completely different type of yeah. show. So but then different. I feel like. Hold on, they actually kind of saw an area that's not near London yeah. and actually thought, oh, we could actually have a show here where. The, yeah, young people. Because that party. they're so wild. And the same with. Yeah. Um, what's what's the valley made in chelsea oh no the valley no. yeah i never watched that was that good i never watched it but it was basically i never watched it i never watched any of those shows because mm. there weren't a bit of me but <laughs> um but like it but that was just like a, a geordie shore but in wales mm. um but like it's just very interesting how just like actually like those types of things those were actually normal people they were kind of doing like their their fashion their hair mm. the spider eyelashes yeah, the, all the fake yeah. tan and stuff it was like normal of the time it wasn't them trying to be influencers but it was them just what they thought was pretty and what mm. was trending and even though it looked god awful but <laughs> it was like that was just what was trending at the time because I'm sorry the girls at my school that's what they looked like Mm. <laughs> they yeah, up. literally. They looked. Yeah. They looked like that. They don't wash, and they hadn't washed in a week. You know, like just that's that was just what they looked like. The fake tan patchy, and you know the they hands, were not- the fake tan hands. <laughs> yeah, oh, why are your hands black? <laughs> yeah, oh gosh, it's not even black. It was orange, like because the fake tan obviously was quite cheap. So like, literally, that's just what they looked like, and. And, and it's just like hold on we don't we don't see that anymore these kids no, now don't. they don't these kids now aren't embarrassing themselves because they've got they've got all these they've got a Janine what's her name um Janine no Jackie Aina no they've oh, got Jackie Aina <laughs> on YouTube yeah you know I think there's is there's just something has happened in the past few years where reality TV that is based on dating and um just like relationships is not good as like anymore but the the reality tv that is always going to thrive is game shows that is the only one that i see that is yeah. going to continue to maybe not thrive but then then everyone british people do love a game show like people literally yeah. tune into the chase after a day's work and like eat their dinner while watching the chase and on the, oh, the weekends they love those game shows like this Antics. has reminded me jeremy yeah. kyle coming back <gasps> And so that's mm-hmm. what British people tune into Jeremy Kyle. They do. They do. Like, I think ITV, they had to bring him back because the ratings, like, they'll get people tuning into what, and especially now that everyone is poor again and um, no one can pay their electricity bills and choosing yeah. between feed, choosing between eating and heating. Like, 
people yeah. they're going to be they're going to be tuning into Jeremy Kyle to uplift their spirits and make themselves feel better or something. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. And there's going to be more um, people on Jeremy Kyle with these relationship problems because money is going to be a big trigger for so many yes. people. Yes. Oh man, oh, they brought gosh. it back at the best and worst time. No, but they knew what they were doing. They knew yeah, that the conservative government was going to fuck us over so much. And they were like, look, we need our ratings back. Love Island <laughs> ratings are dropping. We need that daytime ratings. Yeah. We need that Jeremy Kyle Jeremy. after this morning. Because like, yeah. literally, I like, like that was something that I loved doing. Times when I just wasn't at uni and when I was jobless, when I was um Yeah, it was home. addictive. So addictive. Like, I feel like even now, because I work from home, more people work from home, so they'll just put yeah. on Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. Like, Shit. literally, like, I used to watch This Morning and Jeremy Kyle straight after. Same, same. Disgusting, uh, all, isn't it? Like, and then sometimes a bit of Loose Women if I felt like it. And, yes, oh, Loose Women would come awful. on afterwards and it's just like, oh, depending, I'm about to, I'm about to eat my breakfast, lunch, yeah, maybe, whatever. Maybe and it's not. just like, oh, if they're still on, then they're still on. And the way I would just watch Jeremy Kyle and to the point like I would be discussing it with my auntie. Because <laughs> <laughs> my auntie would watch Jeremy Kyle all the time and it's just like... Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. Like, like Jeremy Carl, it is so classist and so ableist. Like it's actually it, awful. It is. And I know they're gonna come back and not have changed anything. Like they're still you gonna think? be the same. Yeah, they they don't give a shit. Yeah, Cause the people yeah. they need those people on the show to actually get the ratings. So kind yeah. of like X Factor. It's like they, they like having the the people with disabilities on because they can make them into a laughing stock and make make some humor out of it when yeah and the people who it, like just clearly don't have no talent and it's just like yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. It, it's not nice and I can't remember if I told you this the other day but there I saw this like mini documentary thing mm. that Jeremy Kyle did um about gangs and I think he was in London and yes he you was sure, like, you did send it to yeah. me <laughs> he was carry in on, some bloody on. he was in some park and there that he was talking to these two guys who were in a gang and he was like oh so are these guys over here your rivals and there was a group walking towards them and then it's pitch black all of a sudden like the camera crew have got their cameras on all of a sudden you hear running screaming shouting it's Jeremy <laughs> and his crew run into their car <laughs> they For get in the car sake. slam the door shut lock the doors leave these two boys out on their own <laughs> fighting with some gang Jeremy's in his car like oh oh my god so basically what happened out there their rivals come over with knives we had to run to the car making out all these dramatics and it's like we had to run where's the security and the protection for the boys they don't you give a shit about out. the boys they're using them, them to make a show in the open <laughs> had them out that talking. he cared oh gosh <laughs> it's just like that, that's that's his style that's what he's good at yeah he's good at is. like exploiting working class people shouting and screaming mm. at them like what's wrong with you like shouting and screaming mm. in their yes. faces i you used to hate screaming. that Cause that's what yeah. I, cause basically my auntie used to watch Jeremy Carl all the time. And I was just like, I don't like this guy. It's not like when, when we used to watch Trisha, when we used mm. to watch, um, who else? What was that woman's name? Who? Oh, I never used to watch Ricky Lake, but the, that was mm. American. Like there were, yeah, like there were a few, cause we, I used to watch Trisha growing up and like, and then there was some others who used to do it. And 
And I was like, but this Jeremy Kyle guy, he just comes on here and starts shouting at people. And yeah, all, yeah. Like all he does, like they talk once and then he's shouting in their faces. And I'm just like, why is he shouting all the time? And I didn't like him. But then like, but then, you know, then I started watching him and I got a bit addicted to watching, you know, <laughs> like, I'm not even going to lie. I did get addicted and it was just like, I'm there sitting jobless, but then these guys are on Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> like, but these, they, what they love on ITV is they need to have one shouty man. So they got rid of Pierce and now they're bringing back Jeremy. And the thing is with, with oh, like Pierce and yes. Jeremy. You are so right. <laughs> it. With Pierce you and have. Jeremy, they're both, they both shout in mm. Pierce a bit more so in women's faces. Like Pierce is a bit more misogynistic with his shouting. Jeremy is sometimes a little bit gentle when he's talking to the girls. Oh, Jeremy, but, Jeremy just like he's, it depends on the on the woman, but he can be yeah. quite like, oh, you poor woman. Sympathetic. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is what, I, the point I'm like alluding to here is that we they can't really be doing their oh men's mental health men's mental health like get, get men to talk they can't really be doing their campaigning around that ITV if they're going to have Jeremy screaming in, in poor men's faces do you know what I mean mm, like and yeah, marginalised right. men's faces so yeah. it, they're, they're going to maybe they're going to have to change it but then I don't know how successful it will be if it's like therapy What everyone watching therapy on TV I, I don't know you know what I would love to watch work. therapy on TV yeah, I, I think it could work, but is Jeremy qualified? Diana, stop saying all your ideas. People are going to steal I it. Know. I, yeah. You, you no, know you need I to should be a producer that. of these fucking shows. Yeah. yeah. That needs to be pitched because I would enjoy watching therapy on TV. Mm. That, now, that Same. would be interesting. Like, if they just change Jeremy Kyle to Graham. Yeah, and get Graham on the stage. Graham be on the stage and they talk through the problems and they do like mm-hmm. a therapy session on stage. That would be interesting. Yeah. If you're not from the UK, you're probably thinking, what the fuck are we talking about? But go and look up Jeremy Cole best moments on YouTube and you'll understand exactly what we're talking about. Jeremy Cole best moments, oh gosh. Just a bit of British culture there. Oh, I might look that up, you know. Yeah, look it up, look it up. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to have a little watch tonight. I was just going about um, getting a drink. <laughs> sorry, I probably sound very far away. Apologies. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, last thing about reality TV. I just also mm-hmm. thought, you know, what's that fucking show called? Is it called um, The Dating One, where it's that Fred, the French guy who matches people up? First dates. That is a really good show. Like that, yeah. I really enjoy that it. Is, it's very that wholesome. That is good TV. And they they match them. I don't know how they find these compatible people, but they really oh, do I match them well. Oh, I know how it well. works. You know, my cousin really? applied. Yeah. Oh, um, really? He didn't get on though. Um, oh. He did. He did. But they did keep in contact. But he's engaged now. Hold on two seconds. Oh. I know two people from my area that's that's been on it before and both unsuccessful, but funny mm. to watch. Yeah. Basically, like they do actually try to find the matches. Mm. kind of based on what they all like they ask so many questions and like they literally will find like based on all of the categories that you've said and that other person has to have said all those categories and it has to match a line perfectly and they will try and and they really do try and get those matches and stuff Yeah, Um, yeah just so like that you will have stuff to talk about and you will have a good connection. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like, and it sounds like That's they so really good. do their, their due diligence. And that comes on Channel 4. Like, I feel like we need to, we yeah, need to understand channel that four. Channel 4 actually is like 
Channel Channel Four is actually quite caring with their shows and stuff like that. Yeah, because the Circle comes on Channel Four as well, isn't it? Yeah, they're a lot more progressive and they're a, a lot yeah. more just with it. It's like they know what yeah. our kind of generation and millennials and like Gen Z actually want to see. Yeah, but not not even just that. Just in, in yeah. like because it's not even just. It's just kind of like it's very Channel Four are very much more, um, kind of socially socially aware mm. and um and actually they do like they are a platform that tries to push forward um different types of thinking even when you when you watch channel 4 news in comparison to mm. um BBC news like they're very much like the stuff that they focus on and they talk about there like you can just see where the bias kind of can yeah. come in and yeah. stuff and yeah, I feel like yeah. Channel Four. They've always been quite a progressive platform. Um, yeah, in also, comparison to ITV and BBC. I'm not sure if all the other um, like publication, well, they publications, all the other institutions do the same thing. But I've seen that Channel Four. If you try and apply for a job, they yeah. require you. Like, if if you've got a disability, you instantly get an interview, which like, some yeah, people that's... might not think is fair. But when it's like fifty, yeah, I think it's fifty percent of people am... with disabilities are out of work. Then, like, it makes sense for them to do that. Yeah, because we had discussed that. Because I had I had previously yeah. applied for roles at Channel Four before. Um, so I've seen like well I've previously applied for so many roles like in so many different <laughs> places and um, like and I've seen kind of the most progressive places so like from what I find on job dis- on um, job listings when they kind of do the questionnaire a job is more progressive if, if they're asking about your sexuality and they mm. actually list out everything asking about gender and they'll list out they'll list out male female um, non-binary they'll list out mm. everything you can select your pronouns you can say for your sexuality that um, they'll have everything from they'll have heterosexual homosexual gay lesbian um, bisexual prefer not to say disclose in a different way like literally mm. like and you can put how you disclose and you can see that in channel 4 um, yeah like Diana was just saying you can actually you can select your disability and put mm. and um, select if you would like. Basically, anyone who has a disability will can be guaranteed an interview, but you can select that I don't want to be, um, mm. I, don't, I don't want to be guaranteed on this. Yeah. And you can say yeah. that. Um, and it has the choice there, which, and me and Deanna, like we did have a discussion one time about like, oh, mm. is this, is this progressive or is it not? Because, if like you know in the sense of I like I think it was because oh, I'm I'm dyslexic and I was like do do I tick this because I'm not I'm, yeah. I don't find it as challenging as what someone that maybe has um, a more like challenging disability would, would like find a, working like I can get more on with of it a, a physical disability compared yeah. in comparison yeah. and yeah exactly and so would I be taking up too much space in the disability area because yeah. my disability isn't something that I struggle with it's just something yeah I'm not saying that everyone struggles but it's, it's just something that's there it's not something yeah because because then we me. had the discussion of okay because then this is probably something that they need to actually make a bit clear because mm. on my side I wouldn't have because I haven't done the full extensive extensive research I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought 
that dyslexia is classed as a disability because mm. I haven't done that full extensive research and also say mental health issues is that classed yeah. as a disability as well I because like um I, I I think I suffer from mental health issues but I wouldn't put that I wouldn't have put on that form that I have a disability in that mm. sense because and then I'll just and then that was kind of our discussion and maybe that is also something that actually needs to be addressed and looked at also um yeah, like with this, mental with health the specification. Is yeah, it's covered under the Disability Act, I think. So yeah. people can discriminate, or the people aren't supposed to discriminate um, against people with mental health um, problems. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, just, we were talking about. Sorry, one. yeah. Sorry, just to clarify, we meant as in visible disability to to um, disabilities that aren't as visible. And that's mm. kind of what we were debating on that on that side and what do they mean exactly? And maybe there needed to be like a little question mark so you could actually disclose to understand and disclose yeah, what that was. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it's kind of tricky because I think most people with disabilities have invisible ones and then some are like a lot more severe than others and painful, like mm. physically painful. And it's like when you're physically in pain, then maybe like a guarantee is something interview. that you think's yeah, yeah. Is, is something you need but yeah like yeah in that little discussion but yeah anyway what we actually wanted to talk about today yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's something so when we were going through everything with um you know uh with hearing about all the Caribbean countries who are just being like, look, we don't, we want to remove the queen of head of state mm. because like, we're tired of you lot and all of this stuff. And then we saw something interesting that said about how um, black people hate everything about slavery except Christianity. And which we just thought this, this is very interesting because, at, because the thing is at the end of the day, Christianity was has been forced on the majority of the world through um colonization and also through slavery mm-hmm. um like to the point where there was even um a, a translation of the bible which was the slaves bible and mm-hmm. um yeah and i just and but then it's like it's very much kind of in for in a lot of kind of black communities it seems that christianity is like a really big aspect of kind of even of even growing up in the black community Mm. it's always turning back to god and making sure that you've prayed and making sure have you um you know and going to church um Mm. etc which obviously like um, obviously we don't see we don't want to this is obviously a very sensitive subject talking about religion and we don't we don't want to discriminate against any against any religions at all today but we just kind of wanted to kind of discuss about like this side about Christianity um, how has this actually been kind of forced on the black community um through slavery and also like 
what what this means about even with this statement about just like oh everybody and um, black people hate everything about slavery except for christianity like kind of what exactly that means because I, I do because mm. even i i even have a response to that statement in general as well but um yeah diana i don't know if you have any thoughts as well um well I generally, I'm not an expert when, it, oh, I did study RE A, a level, <laughs> but I'm not an expert. Like <laughs> I just, I think with religion, as long as people aren't hurting people, then it's cool. But I think if, if you are a Christian, I think, or any religion really, I think with anything we do and any kind of like identity that we have, I think it's important to like trace back and look at the history of things. And I don't think that, from, to my knowledge I don't think enough black people understand maybe where how how Christianity has been forced upon a lot of people's mm-hmm. ancestors I don't think that's understood and as well as that I don't think it like they understand how that with it being forced on ancestors there's also things in there there's also things that aren't aren't true and that are quite discriminatory around like mm-hmm. homophobia like uh, and that wasn't Really, homophobia wasn't. I don't know how to really put this, but I, I don't. I don't think people question things enough. I don't think people yeah. question things enough. People just yeah. go with, "Oh, well, the Bible says this." When does the Bible say that? No, it doesn't. Yeah, like, this but, is the, f- and that again. Yeah, just going. Sorry, just to add on yeah. to like the Bible says this. I've had a lot of kind of conversations, especially main when I have religious conversations it always comes back to with family members and this whole thing about oh well the bible says this and i'm just kind of like well did did you read that in the bible did you go go show me exactly where it says this in the bible and it's just kind of like this all the time it's this reference back to the bible and actually there's so many translations of the bible where Mm. there was a time when so coming to your argument about with homophobia and this Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like using the bible as a reason to be homophobic um and and transphobic and um there was a time when i did have like a kind of a discussion discussion debate debates with my cousin and um they they had said well the bible says xyz about homophobia and i, and I was just like well where mm. does it say that in the bible have you seen it? it's like yeah yeah i've read it blah 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 and then i went to say and i was like well to be honest um a bible a bible that's had so many translations and a translation that was e- and an edit that was even um forced upon us as slaves to say why we should stay in slavery i don't think that's a bible where i can believe everything mm. that has been that has been said at the end of the day who who wrote this the bible actually was not written by jesus so like <laughs> at the and end jesus of the day was black or he was asian he was a brown <laughs> brown man he was a brown man at the end of the day they were all from the mid- the middle east right yeah so yeah. um anyway but yeah so it was so and like and even and then it's like okay that he didn't have an argument for me when I said that and um, yeah. and even his um girlfriend at the time was like oh that's actually that makes sense that's interesting and and basically I always there was an episode of Queer Eye where um there was a gay priest um mm. and they were kind of doing up like they were doing up his space in the church and stuff like that and um and 
he was talking to Bobby um, in Queer Eye because um, Bobby grew up grew up Christian, grew up very religious, um, but then was like kind of shunned from the church and stuff like that. And his family, yeah. his family kind of abandoned him and stuff, and um, and has a lot of trouble with the church. Anyway, um, so and this priest said had mentioned to Bobby about how there's a Bible story where where in the translation from the Hebrew translation, um, basically um, a man had gone to Jesus asking, can you heal my friend? But friend could be translated to partner or boyfriend and stuff mm. like that. And it could be translated in different ways. And Jesus just went and healed and healed them. And he was just pointing out that actually there's so many translations of the Bible where actually this could be translated in a different way. And, but Jesus did not discriminate regardless. Jesus went straight and healed that person. And Mm. that person could have been the boyfriend or partner or husband of this person. However, they Mm. chose to use the translation of friend. Um, kind of now but it can be translated in different ways and I just thought that was just really interesting and as well like if we and we know from teachings um sorry like I grew up Roman Catholic but like um we know from teachings in the Bible that Jesus does not discriminate Jesus his one of Jesus's closest followers was Mary Magdalene who is known to be a prostitute so and Mm. and she and like remember back to the bible story sorry i i just sound so like i'm just (laughs) quoting so much but if you remember back to the bible story when when jesus had um risen from the tomb who was the first one to believe that jesus was really there mary magdalene and then no one wanted to believe her when she tried to spread the news (laughs) because she was a woman and because she was a prostitute but she was the only one who believed and didn't need extra proof that he was there um and I just feel like, I feel like this this shows like at the end of the day, the Bible was written by men like Mark, Luke, Peter, who is it? Mark, Luke, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, men. So like, obviously I'm just, that's New Testament, but like, like, are we just seeing yeah. the male version of what they have decided that they want to put on us, you know? Um, that's what I mean and I feel like with a lot of religious scriptures if you stick to it word by word and story by story and you don't you know think critically when you're reading them then you I don't know you're just gonna get sucked up and this is kind of it's not my problem but I feel like people don't like people are obviously entitled to, to follow whatever religion they like. But I think when it comes to like spirituality, people are very, very disrespectful. And I wouldn't say natu- like I'm a, a spiritualist or a massively spiritual person, but some of the things that I practice would be classed as like spirituality. And people mm-hmm. just, people are very, very rude. And like the way that people come for spirituality, the way that people come for astrology, you wouldn't be able to get away with that with other religions but for some Mm -hmm. reason with this people just make jokes people like joke about witchcraft and all of this other stuff it's like Mm -hmm. just let people do what they want to do because we're every like people that practice spiritual things are letting you follow your bibles and your other religious scriptures and we're not screaming and shouting about like oh this is wrong this is like 
witchcraft. This is stupid. When they're doing the speaking in tongues and all this stuff, like mm-hmm. people are respectful, even if yeah. they might think it's, it's like a bit odd. But yeah, that's that's just what I think about it. I think do your thing, but just be respectful of everyone else. Yeah, because I feel like, because the thing is as well about spirituality, I feel like, um, especially when it comes from kind of Christ, like Christians in a sense, that there's this idea of, um, that there's just this kind of level of fear around it. Um, mm. But then the thing is, is that, okay if if we know that christianity was actually forced upon us as slaves just like how we how through slavery um we like black people were made to not speak in their languages so that Mm. could get to that could die out and then not allowed to practice their religious practices so that could die out and it's kind of like has this fear of spirituality been instilled in us through colonization Mm. and through slavery because um you know because it's like why why is it that even when we kind of like think of like um juju and stuff why is it that kind of juju is looked at as evil and Mm. as yeah oh my gosh what you doing and like so like for example when Jay Huss has spoken about um has spoken about Juju and has spoken about spells and I just remember the one tweet when he said why do you think it's called spelling because everything you say or the words that you write down is literally your casting spells that's why it's called spelling which I thought was very interesting interesting. and it's like but then (laughs) even so why like when we talk about manifestation why do we write down our manifestations you know like mm. is that we're is writing that, spells yeah is that you know a form of you know spelling Witchcraft. <laughs> <In a sense. laughs> yeah and i just and which i just find very interesting and and i always feel like there's a lot of power with words so the thing is, is that for so long and even if we just we can bring this back to our government right now they are trying to keep us silent they are trying to keep us divided because mm. if as soon as we start speaking up words are very powerful and as soon as you start speaking as soon as you start believing in what you are saying you know things will change things will happen and I just find that like very interesting and and sometimes there's times when I've listened to say your mind and Kalechi has mentioned things about how like why, like for example with like the British History Museum why are they keeping these artifacts there why have they gone all over the world and kept artifacts why have they gone in Egypt into tombs and, and removed artifacts mm. removed things and like and they but like and there's this sorry I'm just really stumbling over my words right now but um, <laughs> it's like these these people who with their colonizer ancestors they understand the meaning of these artifacts they understand kind of what power resides in these artifacts especially in the spiritual practices that are 
that our ancestors were involved in and there's a reason why they're keeping it away from their rightful places Mm. um there was even oh was it a tiktok i don't know if you sent it to me or if i just saw it Mm. and there's a tiktoker where um this guy he went to the british history museum and there's um these nigerian artifacts and they are and in the British History Museum, they're keeping it in the basement. But Nigeria have been asking for these artifacts back, oh and God. the British Museum mm-hmm. are refusing to let them God have sake. them. But it's like you, you're keeping them in the basement where no one's seeing them. Yeah, and, yeah. And just even when Kalechi always talks about how like we're following our things, like mm. you know, the British History Museum has stole has a lot of stolen artifacts that queen has a lot of stolen jewels and shit all all up in her palace all up in her crown and it's like they know the powers that come along with these things like her crown especially if you're thinking of jewels and stuff like that like crystals you know these stones of the earth they hold power why does she need them all on her head and like on her hands and on around her neck yes. it's like she's she's trying to protect herself from something and why is she trying to live for so long mm. <laughs> and, i'm just uh, are the crystals and diamonds anything to do with that <laughs> i just feel like i'm just yeah because she knows she knows what horror is waiting for her so it's like why why are they trying to live for so long even prince philip lived till 99 why is he trying to live for so long and why can't we know the contents of his will for 99 years Mm. um you know like (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah and i just i just feel like when as more as more people um and like just talking kind of specifically on black people as more people start kind of looking into spirituality and start actually manifesting and and kind of connecting back with with spirit with and with the ancestors um i feel like we're coming into an age where there's a bit more awakening in a sense where like I feel like things are starting to happen and yeah and um, I think we're more determined as well like I feel like we feel powerful yeah Um, like a lot of a lot of black Brits that are uh, delving into spirituality I feel like we we know that whatever happens our ancestors have got our backs so like Mm -hmm. there's no need to fear because we're we're always going to be protected Mm -hmm. and um kind of just coming back like just religion in general like pretty much every religion kind of focuses on like a higher being mm. in a sense it doesn't um, have to be a Mao. <laughs> yeah i don't like see I, I have a problem with that because like when and i've grown up catholic yeah and i've never actually thought of god as physically male like i know that it's shoved in your face like that's that's why i've always thought oh god's a man but but there's never basically i just feel like because so basically like okay you'll use capital he to describe god and he is blah 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 Mm. however even that because it's always has to be capitalized 
even then I've always seen it as more metaphor- metaphorical I've never actually and and I, like and this is even me just talking growing up Catholic even like how I've how I've learned it and growing up through school mm. like I went to Catholic schools as well learning it through school like we were told God isn't necessarily a man physically mm. it's just and from what I learned it was that it was metaphorical it's not lit- in the literal sense so like for me I've never even I've never thought of God as as a man in general yeah, but yeah. then I can understand that whole I can understand the rhetoric and I can understand how even within within religions like there's confusion but um mm. But yeah, so, but then, yeah, I just feel like with everything, there's just an idea of a higher purpose and that, and I just feel like every religion kind of has that idea of a higher purpose. And I I just feel like there's no wrong in any religion. I feel like, every religion mm. is te- is probably correct and yeah yeah you know we all, and they all follow the, the way, same kind of principles as well yeah and i feel like just the way you worship just can be different and quite similar at the same time in different ways and i i just feel like and even when we kind of think of spirituality even that is similar and different at the same time and is it's like if more people could just understand that and then be less disrespectful um when it comes to different religions i feel like we'd just be in a better place however just to counter that at the same time even if we're just talking about um, i can talk on like catholicism like i mean it's been used a lot to be divisive it's been used a lot mm. for war for you know for all of these things that are very ungodlike yeah. so you know <laughs> it's hard to even talk on it's like it's like you mm. know it's it's been used as like as a weapon in a lot of in a lot of times and you know the catholic church did a lot of have has done a lot of stealing and whatever and it's and its own yeah, colonization yeah. in its own time as well so yeah yeah i guess there's just violent people that practice different religions anyway yeah. so there's always going to be that bad bunch that claim that they're part of this religious group when really they're yeah. not actually they're not representing the group yeah and you know when you pray mm like Okay, I can only talk on like if I talk on the Catholic Church, there's there's certain prayers that you say and that everyone says in unison and there's certain things that everyone says in unison. Like like sometimes I think isn't that very similar to kind of like chanting and stuff like that, isn't mm. it very similar? So how can we look down on these things just because it's been normalized in our our society to go to church and just say things like a robot like but isn't it some kind of form of chant and sometimes I've I've asked my mum sometimes because when she'll when she'll recite like things recite the creed Mm. etc 
she sounds like a robot and I'll say to and I'll say <laughs> to her why do you say it like that you you say it with no expression like because when she'll do readings in church she speaks like she's a lecturer you know so she, obviously she mm. speaks very well she speaks with expression she speaks so then actually you want to listen to what she's saying yeah but I've said why is it when it comes to these the prayers that we have that we recite and stuff like that why do you say it like a robot why do you say it with no expression why do you say it like that and I feel like times like that is what sometimes has got me to think because I'm just like I'm listening to everyone and there's no expression there's no like do you actually feel what you're saying you're you're reciting a Hail Mary right now but like are you do you are you listening to the words that you are saying and there yeah there was a time um there's a time and sometimes the the creeds will change and like kind of when there's like a new kind of sees after a few years it might change back mm. to an old an old one and there's there's a part in the creed which like I remember I was reading it through and everyone was just saying it and then I just double taked I was like hold on what and I was like I'm, I don't want to say this and there's a part where it said about how um how Jesus rose and then before and then he descended into hell before ascending into heaven. And I was just like, wait, 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 why is Jesus going to hell? And I was just like, what, what mm. is going on? Yeah. And but everyone was saying it and didn't blink. And I just said, but mom, like, I've never learned this before. So why am I saying this? And it's this, mm. and it was like an old version that's kind of come back through. And it was the whole idea of like, Jesus was judging judging the living and the dead and like so he descended into hell because he was judging the people there mm. and then before ascending into heaven to be at the right hand of his father blah 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 and um but then I didn't feel comfortable saying that because I just I don't know I'm I feel very uncomfortable with the idea of hell in general <laughs> like, yeah I just I feel like some of and this is why I've never really followed it because I don't like being told what to say as well. It's like, I mm. want to make up my own things. Let me, which, let, I know what's best for me. <laughs> which I feel like is quite valid mm. because as well, it's this whole idea of like, I think I've been questioning recently, like, why is it that way? And, and like, but then that's not t like, yeah why is it that way and why is it written that way and why do we all have to say it together in unison what what is it doing um yeah and mm. yeah I do but like I but then again like I don't like we're not here to dismantle Catholicism no, no. <laughs> and ask and ask these questions why I think like these are just kind of but yeah I get I feel like that's a valid reason just being like well like, you you know you want to do things your own way and pray yeah, about I just what you want to pray that's, about that's what people laugh at though I think is that people are doing things their own way rather than following something that is like conventional and makes sense to them mm -hmm. like because there's people out here like burning sage buying crystals and then there's this whole other side um that's like, like oh, our that's kind of generation work. that's devilish yeah, that are just laughing and you're know, saying it's devilish and like 
what are all of these rocks? And it's like, mm. just like put some respect on spirituality. Like <laughs> we're not doing anything, like we're mm. not doing anything harmful. We're just minding our business. And like maybe yeah. posting a couple Instagram stories of burning sage. I don't do that, but people do <laughs> like, and just let people enjoy it. Like, and sage is meant to have those healing properties and those cleansing mm-hmm. properties. So it's not like it's complete madness. But even like, herbalism church, comes from somewhere. Yeah. Well, but oh, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Catholicism again. Um, mm. Because like when I go to kind of different churches, like Pentecostal churches, it's it's different and stuff. Um, but like say in like in in church and like Catholic church and that they burn incense, and then they they? they yeah they burn mm. incense and then it has the I've forgotten what it's called um, with the with that has the incense in and then they shake it to bring the prayers to heaven. Like that's that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, and they do it in Rastafarianism as well. They they burn, I think it's Nagachampa is the name mm. of the incense. And like lots of, I'm sure they do it in other other religious institutions as well. Yeah. Um, it's just people, people are doing it within their own homes and their own space, which is nothing to do with anyone else really. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. I feel like... Like we can talk a bit on kind of manifestation because I feel like recently um, I've started manifesting. I've started um, and I do kind of want to like look into it more and look more into spirituality a bit more because I did like from from listening to Say Your Mind, you know, I, I did buy mm-hmm. tarot cards and obviously like use it. I've got the Say Your Mind affirmation cards as well. And I, I, I need to get the tarot cards out again and try and I feel like I need to practice and try and do it weekly um, yeah. because like there was time I was doing it and I was feeling very in tune with just like I was just feeling very in tune with myself and just feeling grounded and I do feel like they were helping like in a sense especially like at times when I was feeling so down I feel like it was helping me and um and as well like even like my mom like I will do a tarot pull and I'll send the pictures to my mom and then and then my mum and then I'll talk to my mum about what I think it means and she my mum would always be open like but then she doesn't she didn't want she doesn't want me to do a pull for her like she she's mm. fine with affirmation cards and she used to always have angel cards and stuff and like with little kind of sayings and stuff growing up we used to mm. do angel yeah. card pulls and stuff um but then like so she um but I haven't done a tarot pull for her but one time in lockdown I did a tarot pull for my sister and my sister was just like, she was just like shocked because I didn't know anything that was going on mm. with her. Yeah. But kind of what I said, and then I read through the book of what the explanation is. And she says, I don't, and she was just like, I don't like this. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, oh, is this Shit. spot on then? And she was just like, I don't like this. And then, and she refused to, for me to do it again and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, so like, I just feel like, with spirituality and and with manifestation for example i truly believe in it and i also truly believe in talking positivity over your life i think Mm. especially in this great britain we have been conditioned to complain and to talk negatively (laughs) 
you know and Mm -hmm. i feel like it's divisive because it keeps us down it keeps us negative it keeps us it keeps us poor it keeps you do you know what i mean and Mm-hmm. Even bringing back to kind of like um, Christianity, for example, um, like when it comes to praying and my mum my would always be like, pray, pray about it, pray on this. Like even going through the concept of prayer is about talking positivity over yourself in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it is about keeping that positive mindset asking God for what you want and keeping that going. And I Mm -hmm. feel like, and I I don't, for me personally, um, just me growing up Catholic, growing up as a Christian, I don't feel like spirituality is too far removed from it. I feel like Mm. whenever I'm manifesting, whenever I'm speaking positivity of my life, it it is me praying. It is praying to God or or, uh, or to this higher being in general. And I feel like manifesting, manifestation is similar to that, but I feel like manifestation kind of breaks it down and it's like it's it's not frowned upon to ask for material things and it's not frowned upon Mm. to just kind of be very self-focused in that sense Mm. because it's kind of like with prayer it's like you need to be praying for other people and you need to be true asking for world peace you need to be asking for people not to be starving in africa because that that was all the prayers that they love to do (laughs) cathodes i see you anyway (laughs) sorry if you don't know what cathod is it's um it's a charity catholic aid for overseas development charity there Mm. anyway um (laughs) uh yeah so (laughs) do you know what i mean so yeah, yeah that's yeah I feel like that's what I'm enjoying about manifestation I feel like it's kind of tuning in and actually being like no it's okay to be selfish and yeah and it it feels good as well like it, yeah when you start to be selfish but it's not even as selfish in a <laughs> selfish in a selfish way if that makes any sense it doesn't yeah, make any sense but I get it's what like, you mean once you start to become a bit more positive and you, you're a bit more intentional with even just your everyday relationships with people and you're a bit more kinder um, when you, you become a bit more of a kinder person then you kind of have more of a bubble of like brightness around you if that makes mm-hmm. sense and once you start talking once you once you become a brighter person or like by brighter, I just mean like a warmer person to be around, then opportunities open up anyway. Um, so yes. I feel like- And that's what I've I been like, finding. Yeah, like with with what you just said now about how we're kind of conditioned to be negative in Britain, it's true mm-hmm. because like uh, something before lockdown was like, uh, work was a lot more robotic. So people were like, not asking how each other were and stuff like that. But my organization is such a- upbeat organization and full of like a lot of positive people because you send an email and you ask at the beginning how are you how's your weekend what have you been Mm. up to you've been out in in like sunshine when when people start to do that and you create like an organization and you create spaces with your friends and family where it's like that it just makes things so much easier and everyone becomes a bit more positive and you can focus on other Mm. things you're not just dragged down straight away you you you're just in a good 
frame of mind for the day. So I definitely believe in like speaking positively and um, speaking things into existence as well. Because if you want something, uh, obviously I'm not not doing a Molly May here, but if you <laughs> if you want something, <laughs> same twenty four. If, if you Get keep your fucking ass up and work. <laughs> if you keep speaking and speaking and speaking and obviously if it's reachable like like if you're I'm just like I don't know, if you're said, speaking spelling words yeah, yeah yeah start your spells and like write things down <laughs> note things down remember things and mm. keep checking up on what you want to do and it will just happen what if you're willing to put in <laughs> no one wants to work get hard your fucking anymore. ass up and work <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sound like a bitch. But you know what I mean. It's like you yeah. can do things. I think I even said this a couple of weeks ago. You can do things if you really want to do something that is reach. I think it, you do need to know that it it can be out of reach, but to not like to some extent. Like I can't be like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to be dyslexic anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like you, if it's like I mean, a medical thing, get your maybe, fucking maybe ass it might work. work. Does yeah. anyone have any dyslexia spells? <laughs> I mean, just start manifesting it, babes. Um, but <laughs> just start working harder. Yeah. But actually, um, sorry, I did want to come back to this about um, uh, about the the comment of black people want to keep want to. Sorry, I'm trying to find it. Black people hate everything about slavery except for Christianity. Yeah, I did want to come back on this because. Okay, in through slavery, where black people were stripped of everything, but then the only thing that they were allowed to do, and this is even through slavery and post-slavery, um, you know, the only thing black people had was Christianity because it was the only thing that was allowed mm. to them. It was forced on them, but it was the only thing allowed to them. And at the end of the day, God and worship gave black people something to hold on to, something to hope for, something to be alive, a reason to be alive. And I feel like this is an aspect for why black people, especially like black people as a culture, hold on to Christianity so much because like in kind of the darkest days of slavery and post-slavery the only thing that was keeping black people going was God and their belief in God and that Mm. like when you've been stripped of all your ancestral and all your all your ancestral religious practices but then you have this one where at the core of it it's it's similar at the core of all of these spirituality like um on all of these religions if we're saying the core is all similar that hope for something better and that hope that things will be well mm-hmm. like yeah i definitely understand why christianity is so important to the black community and i don't think i would ever i would ever kind of um think like think like shame shame that in a way because it's understandable in darkest times for a lot of black people the the only thing that kept them going was god okay 
it's understandable and it's so ingrained especially through slavery it is so ingrained that like and that this is also why I kind of understand how Christ being a Christian and stuff like that can actually become like it is like encompasses your whole personality mm. at points, especially a lot of black people's personality. It can encompass the whole personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of men on Hinge as well. Like yeah. Hinge, you'll find a lot of Christian men that shout about being Christian. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and I get it. And as well, I guess like, just, and this is me just because obviously having family who are, who are very in tune with their Christianity and mm. who do shout about being Christian, which, and I don't think there's any problem with that. I think, um, mm. I think it's, it's fine. And sometimes I do think like, cause I, I wouldn't even, so say with these Christian men, like I wouldn't kind of think, oh, I wouldn't want to be with a Christian man. Cause I'd be kind of like, you know what? If a Christian man wants to bring, wants to actually kind of be with me and like we find our own religious, um, our mm. own religious path together. I feel like that would be beautiful and that would be lovely. Yeah. Um, you know, however, I agree. I however, could definitely like convert religion. Like, but the thing is, however, what I don't like is divisiveness and like just just talking on christian men unhinged um or just like Christ- christianity through dating what i don't like is when men or people want to use christianity as a weapon and as a reason as to why they are better than you or stuff like that because I feel mm. like it's done a lot it's used very divisively it's used very like manip- it's very it's used very manipulatively and it's just like I'm sorry to you people gods is not a manipulation tactic like I'm sorry do not do not be using god's name to manipulate to be manipulate to manipulate people it's it's absolutely disgusting and it's not of god god is not looking at looking down on you kindly when you're doing that just just mm. fyi because um like i'm sorry like i've heard stories i've seen things i've gone through things myself where like people have wanted to use God as a reason why they can't be with me or they can't be serious. Why? Yeah. Like I, like I had it. So I've only had it once. I had it when I was young and, um, and it was like, and even at the time I used to go to church at the time, but Mm -hmm. like, because I was Catholic, this person was seventh day Adventist and they, Oh yeah. You told me this. Yeah. They used to talk about, so they used to talk about God and then say, yeah, but I can't be with you because, you know, of my religion. And I'm just like, well, I'm Catholic. We, we're both Christian. Like mm. to me, I was just like, I wasn't too sure like what, what the issue was. And then to him, he's just like, yeah, but we go to church on Saturdays. And I'm just like, okay. Like I just, mm. I still correlation. I'm not seeing it. But then it was used as a manipulation tactic of like, oh, I'm this horrible girl distracting him from his path with god and it's like excuse Mm. me little boy (laughs) you're the one dragging me into the woods and you know you're trying to do be doing things so go like i'm so sorry that you're feeling very sinful in these moments but that that ain't on me baby so like (laughs) you know like we weren't having sex by the way but just like yeah (laughs) Mm. things interesting 
like mm, yeah anyway so <laughs> like in that sense i just feel like i can understand why christianity is so ingrained in in black culture in the black community um however don't be using god as a as a manipulation tactic it's absolutely disgusting it's awful like if you are on your path with god be on your path with god that is fine no one is no one is trying to debate that but don't if you if you stray from what is right within you on your path with god do not then go and blame everyone else around you when the blame is with Mm. yourself like you mm-hmm. need to, you need to work on yourself and you need to work on that in yourself and with God and decide what it is that you are okay with what it is that you feel like God is telling you and you know what if if like and just you need to figure out what is lining up for you but don't be going around blaming everyone else because I, I'm sorry the whole the whole story with Adam and Eve and Eve tempting temptress and all that bullshit. I'm sorry, no, <laughs> no, no. The Old Testament is guidelines. It's quite metaphorical. We don't need to. We don't need to go by the book of what it is. And okay? that guy thought you were Eve. <laughs> that guy thought you were Eve. <laughs> oh gosh, like just literally. But yeah, I've heard stories i've and then just that that small experience (laughs) when i was young um yeah but um yeah should we wrap up yeah let's wrap up should we should we inject some positive vibes manifestation style yeah yeah so mine this week I got it from Kalechi on Saturday. It's mm-hmm. when she said that um, prioritizing joy is like a radical act. Um, so make sure that you basically prioritize joy, which oh. I think is really important. Um, something to remember every day because sometimes I'm just in shit moods for like no reason, well, mm-hmm. for no reason that I can point my finger on. So I just need to keep reminding myself. Like I know what brings me joy. I just need to keep. Um, prompting myself to like mm-hmm. do those things oh that's that's really nice I like that um, I'm going to try and keep on this joyful vibe I think um, yeah I feel and like even and manifestation I think um, sorry I'm just trying to think <laughs> um I don't know because I've been feeling very down and I'm trying to kind of step back and see and just kind of look around and just trying to see what is actually important to me what are the things that I like doing what is it that and again what is it that makes me happy what is it that you know like what are the things that I want to again prioritize to be joyful Mm -hmm. in a sense um so I just want to kind of um I, I think I want to inject like you take like the importance of just taking time out and taking a step back to understand like the fundamentals of what is making you happy and what will make you happy if you're feeling like because at the moment I did say this earlier on like about 
um, these people unhinged, just like, just not really giving anything. And I feel like that was just <laughs> taught, like all these conversations were just very draining and mm-hmm. just like, and it, it's just making me, and it's just not, I'm not f- having fun. It's not making me feel any type of way. It's not making me feel happy. It's making me feel like a worse person because I'm just thinking, am I just being really nasty because I don't want to humor any of these people? I don't feel like talking to them. I don't care how their day is mm. going. I don't care about their damn children. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care, you know, and I just was feeling like, am I just a nasty person? But it's like actually like, I'm not a nasty person, but just they're not doing anything for me in that and that is okay mm. for me to understand that. And right now, all of these people are just really doing my head in and the whole process of chatting to people, trying to go on dates, but I have not, somehow I have not been asked on one. <laughs> have you it's been on just, a, a date this year? 2022? No, 2022. Jeez. Mm, Wait, no, not, because mm, well, obviously I was seeing someone at the beginning of the year um but so maybe no january wasn't it wasn't a date but it like wow look at us jesus but this is actually a bit crazy that shows you girls that are in relationships right now you're lucky you're very (laughs) lucky yeah just like just be thankful that you're not on these streets because i'm i'm just i'm done i'm tired and i just can't be bothered anymore and i'm just like actually this isn't this isn't fun for me um i'm not happy and i don't want to i just don't want to talk to these people and it's just like trying to actually kind of find the joy in the things that I actually like doing like I don't need to mm. date to be joyful I don't need to be like at the end of the, like I I know in myself that I'm not desperate for a boyfriend I'm not desperate for a man mm. yeah. so it's kind of like I don't I don't need it I don't need this yeah frantic yeah. search for one because it's like I'm sorry this I'm sorry my man he should just be like he should be waiting for me <laughs> <laughs> it is like an added extra it's not like it, yeah. the main piece of your exactly meal. so it's just like yeah so my injector is just like take a step back and just find out what is important to you and what it is that you want to and um, the things that you want to place importance on for your happiness um i think that's what i'm trying to say um nice yeah nice yeah um i hope that you enjoyed this episode uh, i wanted to, sorry i wanted to chat about like you know because like people were just scared of juju remember when alani did that mm. thread of, <laughs> of oh, would yeah, you, yeah, would you bang it. judge for men <laughs> like i'm sorry <laughs> that i remember that was that was hilarious i like that like oh gosh her friends oh, gosh. literally disrupt the timeline like everything literally. stops she hasn't disrupted the timeline in some time but she's like she's got a man mm. at the moment in it so like but yeah. like and as well they keep blame like <laughs> all these men keep coming after her and blaming her for I saw for that. shit and it's just like oh yeah they keep coming in their DMs like like saying stuff about her like about yeah. her um being a hoe and stuff it's mm, like, and how she could never get a man it's problem. like this girl this girl is happy you know like this is like yeah <laughs> yeah but <laughs> 
nah like that was that was hilarious i'm sorry that whole that whole thread like it was terrifying but hilarious so guys look mm-hmm. manifest for yourself don't be don't like i feel like yes you can manifest men but but not like in a way where it might be against these men's will like <laughs> mm, yeah because so some of those the, the some of those tweets were very mad like you know involving period blood and all sorts like <laughs> and a lot of obsession and these men still obsessed right now even after you guys got bored even after they got bored like yeah quite scary but yeah like lo- like love isn't something to be played around with if like if you're dabbling in in mm. witchcraft and stuff but um yeah like um that's scary you know i'm gonna do some research on love and witchcraft because it's interesting yeah what what are people doing but i feel like it's like more kind of versed on infatuation and obsession rather than actual Mm. love and um yeah yeah i feel like i feel like love is just so i feel like love is magical in itself that it can't be you know like fake yeah faked or replicated And um, mm. the same with like, because whenever you watch any stuff, like when it's involving witches or even read any, like even if these are just fictional books, fictional books that involve witches and stuff like that. It's always like love is the one thing that you can't, like even like genies, like even with like Aladdin, like say one thing that a genie can't do is make mm. someone fall in love and stuff like that. And, um, or bring, and bring people back from the dead and stuff like these are very powerful emotions and powerful things that it's like that magic can't quite replicate and it's Mm -hmm. not going to be quite real like maybe there's a reason why in all of these disney films that they're always chatting chatting about love all the time because it's something so sacred something so So rare yeah rare and special or you know and Mm. you only find it with certain people that it can't be just replicated through magic but i i do think love can be manifested guys like if you want to manifest that for yourself (laughs) i was gonna say that you can manifest it men (laughs) yeah look please my man is on my manifestation list a specific man (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying anymore but um (laughs) but yeah like um yeah guys yeah I don't know um, yeah you can find us at injected underscore pod on Instagram and on Twitter <laughs> use the hashtag injected podcast and tweet along um, let us know what you, what you thought about what, what we spoke about today in terms of like Christianity do you like do you guys believe Christianity is the only thing that black people want to keep from slavery like like what are your thoughts on that do you just feel like well no like at the end of the day Christianity is big was bigger than slavery and it's what and it's what gave um African slaves hope and kept them alive in some of those times Mm. um yeah let us know Mm -hmm. your thoughts um let us know what are your thoughts on manifestation on um spirituality and on other religions we didn't speak on like obviously every religion we only we could don't we can only speak on 
um, what we've are, are our own experiences because obviously like at the end of the day like um, all of this conversation it was not to offend anyone and we just wanted to have a conversation just a bit on religion and spirituality and um, mm-hmm. yeah and just what we think about it but um, yeah let us know yeah that was good um, yeah um, we hope that you enjoyed it but um, I'm Alexandra you can find me at ALXNDR underscore Nick on Instagram and I'm Deanna and you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram yeah um, we hope that you enjoyed this episode and <laughs>